Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Oh boy, is it ever time for Critical Thinking. We have a lot to get into, Pat. We're going to touch on some COVID. We're going to touch on um, some hypocrisy. And uh, we're going to touch on the uh, 45th slash 47th president, see what he did there. And of course, um, we will be going through our truth or fiction on a truth or fiction Tuesday right here on Critical Thinking. Do not forget you can watch us on Rumble, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Again, that's rumble.com backslash critical thinking. And yes, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, basically wherever you can find your podcast, we are there. And of course, on Mojo 50 Radio at 5 p.m. Eastern Time every Monday through Friday. If that is where you want to uh, uh, to listen to us, go for that as well. But thank you to each and every single one of you that subscribe, that rate, that review. The more that you do it, the
blessé. Gazelle est blessé. Bravo. Pat, your thoughts. Oh, and by the way, if you haven't figured it out by now, before we get into your thoughts, um, please go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking. If you would like to see what you just heard, if you're listening on Mojo 5 radio or via podcast, uh, but continue, Pat. Yeah, first of all, uh, where where was this taking place? Viva la France. Paris. Oh, Gay Paris. Or um, as uh, not the B like to tell us, uh, Viva la dictature médicale. I just totally butchered the French language, but. I think that was the point, but yeah. Um, I, I'm watching this. And. For for those of you that, that that can't see this right now because you're listening on Mojo Five Radio, this is um, basically people out in the streets being. Uh, I'm assuming they were using like smoke screens or tear gas or something. That would be along tear gas. Way. You saw on multiple yeah. occasions. Yep. Yeah. So and then the, this is police dressed up in full on riot gear. Now, within the, these videos, I'm not going to say that this didn't happen, but at least in, in what we saw here, any acts of violence were being committed by the police, not by the actual citizens. Um, I'm not going to, again, not saying it didn't happen from a citizen standpoint at all, just saying from what we see here, the vast majority of it is coming from actual police. Um I'm also assuming that this is all in response to COVID protests and whatnot. Um, my my question is, why? What what could possibly be the purpose here? <clears throat> is it the fact that we have become, as a society, more and more reliant upon a police state? Are you really that threatened by your people? protesting against your government to ask for their freedom back that you stole from them two years ago and have continued to steal for the last two years. Are you that threatened by it? Is this 
Are, are, are you so much needing control that you have to do this? Because here's mm-hmm. the thing. The police are meant to protect and serve. That, that's what they are meant to do, ultimately. Mm-hmm. This is not protecting and serving. And I'm I'm all for you know the um, protect the blue and all that sort of stuff you know as much as possible when they're actually in the right, but this is this is what we're seeing here is an abuse of power. It has to be, and I, I just I don't understand why people are so threatened over peaceful protests now. For those that are not peacefully protesting, they deserve to be in prison. They deserve to be arrested. But do you need this for an entire protest? Do you do you need police dressed up in full riot gear? Do you need that? Why? <clears throat> well, and and I guess my question is why now, right? Because these these protests, at least in France and in Germany and in Italy and in Austria, right? These protests have been going on for months, almost a year at this point, right? And so why now? Right? What what are you trying to accomplish with this? This is the spirit of the age. And, and there's a video I did not include in the in the montage just to save some time. Uh, but there's a video of the police carrying an individual to a medic because they broke that person's leg, beating him down. For what? Daring to stand in the street and protest? Well, it, and, you know, we talked about that that one town um, that in Italy where they just took over the town square and had a massive supper together, right? Right. What what would the police have done? What would you even need them for? Mm-hmm. Now, in Canada, this is a very interesting situation, too, because we saw them um, trying to get heavy-handed this weekend in Canada. We've seen the violence perpetrated against peaceful protesters in Australia. We've seen it in Austria. We've seen it in Germany. We see it in France. So if this was just an isolated situation, okay, I would say this is just bad actors being bad actors, right? But it, you, people question me all the time. <clears throat> you talk about the spirit of the age. How do you know it's a spirit of the age? How do you know that this is something inherently wrong? And my answer to you is this. This is happening all over the world. This isn't something that is an isolated thing to France, right? Right. This this is the reaction of the people who are supposed to be in leadership positions, right? This is the reaction of Macron. This is the action of... uh, what the hell's the guy's name that took over for uh, Merkel in, in Germany, right? Uh, Olaf. Yeah, Olaf. Yep. Yeah. That's his last name, not his first name. Um, and then, you know, I, I also find it really interesting because, you know, when just a few years ago, well, it would be three years ago now in May, my wife and I took our um, 
honeymoon slash anniversary trip to Germany and Austria. We we did um, Bavaria and um, Salzburg and kind of that region of Austria. And we got to talking to on our anniversary dinner. We got to talking to the bartender um, who's actually spent time in America. And, you know, he kind of told us about the the differences in po- politics between Austria and Germany and and how much Austria hates the EU compared to Germany, because that was right during the EU election cycle. And um, I, th- I find it interesting that there are massive pockets of Austria that love freedom. And yet they continue to elect people who denigrate their freedom, degrade their freedom. And then I'm struck by this, Pat. What is the response to this? Because for me, nothing good can happen from here. And furthermore, what, what do you think the French do to tyrants, Pat? They have a long-standing history of what? Um, <clears throat> they have a long hi- history of uh, uh, guillotining their tyrants. Off with her head comes from what? Marie Antoinette. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing productive comes from this. I, I, but... The only thing that I can take away as a quote-unquote positive here is, like I said, this is the spirit of the age showing its hand. This is how far they're willing to go. In, in, in the first video, Pat, the very front of this, this is why I put this up there. Did you notice what, what was tear gassed? It was a restaurant. It was a cafe, right? Yeah. And what did you see? You saw families scattering Little kids being tear gassed. Oops, it was just a mistake. No, no. no you don't wasn't. chemically weaponize. You don't put a chemical weapon into a cafe full of innocent bystanders, quote unquote. Yeah, you don't, you don't pull a, a pin on a, a tear gas grenade and uh, just just on accident. Yeah, that, just that's lob a it. conscious decision. Yeah. Yeah. Just lob it wherever the hell you want. So the ironic part there would be that these are the people who are quote unquote complying, right? They they're vaxxed. They've got their vaccination passport, right? They're dining. And all of a sudden you just tear gas like a 10-year-old girl. What you doing? This is government throwing a tantrum, is it not? Absolutely it is. And notice the words that are being used all over the world. There's one word. Liberty. You notice that? Australia. Liberty. France. Liberty. You know, that you can hear it in the background. You can hear it in Germany. You can hear it in Austria. You can hear it here in America. You can hear it in Canada. It's spirit of the age. 
versus God-given liberty. This is the fight that's in front of us. And, you know, we talked about fights worth having. I guess my question here is, is this a fight worth having physically? My answer to that is no. You don't fight back, right? You don't. When the spirit of the age is exposing itself, you let it expose itself. Let it. Because you are going to be on the right side of history and you are going to be able to allow your side to gather more steam in the end. That's where I come down on this, is that while this is brutal to watch, while, I mean, you know, we talk about those little sticks, right? We have the, that video from Munich, or not Munich, uh, Berlin, right, where the uh, police are going around the town square and, and checking everybody for their two meters distance, right, while they're wearing riot gear. I don't know how you defeat this without love. I don't know how you defeat this without powerful love. And sometimes that's going to be brutal. Sometimes it's not going to be pretty. I don't know the answer, but I will say this. If governments continue down this road, it is going to get really, really ugly. And people talk about, you know, Russia, China, war. Are we not seeing a version of that right now in terms of war on the people from within their own states? Is that not, could that not be where the spirit of the age gives us World War Three? What is, what, what, Good outcome comes from this. None. There is none. And furthermore, I, I guess for me, how how do you how do you respond to this? How would you respond to this if this came here in mass ways, right? Because this isn't BLM and Antifa, right? This isn't you know I've experienced peaceful protestation. Right, right down my street, multiple times right. during the BL the summer of BLM. But I also saw violence. Saw violence this weekend too. That was fun. Yeah, um, I mean, welcome to Chicago, I guess. Right, no bleep. Yeah. Um, so this is this is where I I personally have a hard time. And I'm not going to sit here and say this is the right answer because I, I, I'm not sure that it is. And you know me. I, I would never, ever, ever promote violence in any shape or form. But I also believe that we have the right to defend ourselves um, and that we should defend ourselves. Um, so if somebody's going to come at me with in full riot gear and they're going to beat me over the head with a stick – should I not have the right to defend myself, especially if I've done nothing wrong? Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to get the crap kicked out of me just for the sake of getting the crap kicked out of me. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I do think that we have the right to at least defend ourselves. I'm not saying 
let's try to take a life or try to physically hurt someone, um, disarming or even running away, um, you know, could could be potential options here. But but like, I just at, at what point do you start fighting back? Um, and, and that's that's the question I have with this is that if if the government's going to continue to go down this road. Mm-hmm. And we're going to continue to see this all across the world. And we probably, I, I mean, I, I would be shocked if we didn't see this here at some point. Shocked. Mm. Um, I I don't think so because, well, I'll let you finish your point and then I'll go. What I'm saying is, is if, if we went down the road of the mass protests like, like we are seeing in other countries, especially if we went did it in a place like Washington, D.C., I, I would be... With the way this administration is conducting itself, I really would be surprised if they didn't do something at least similar. Okay. Um, my my point is though is is at what point do you defend yourself? Uh, at what point do you fight back in order to defend yourself? Um, I, again, this is not a, a call to violence. This is just a simple question of. How do you defend yourself in these kinds of situations and, and protect yourself and your families? And I don't even think it's about the protestations, right? Uh, for me, it's not about that, okay? What you are talking about in defending yourself is how do you do this on multiple fronts? How do you – a great example, your schools, right? Great example is your city government. Great example is your county government, right? How are you fighting that battle if things are going that direction, right? And, I, you know, to your point, I don't think we'll ever get there here because we're seeing the Democrats take the COVID off-ramp real fast. Right. Because it's politically expedient, and I don't think that they want to repeat what's going on in other countries. Politically. Right. Right. You are correct. But morally, Pat, we believe the same spirit of the age. If if this was not an election year for them, what do you think would happen? Would they be taking the off-ramp, or would they be... Lockdown for Evs, yo. I mean, I think you and I would say probably they, they'd probably be still doing the lockdown for Evs, but you know, can we say that for a hundred percent certainty? Maybe not. Ninety nine point. And the reason I say that is because mm-hmm. we don't have a movement that is w- willing to put their foot down and say, "Oh, hell no." At least in Chicago, in Nashville. At least not on a large enough scale. No. No, We don't. We don't. We we have pockets of it, right? Right. But we don't have anything. Like, I don't know if you saw it over the weekend, the protest that happened in Australia, right? In Canberra, where the, uh, the government is, right? I mean, as far as the eye, as far as a lens could take you you saw people marching in protest we're talking millions of people 
And it was, you took a 360 panorama, like somebody got up on a hill and took a 360 panorama and you could see people as far as the eye and, and the lens could take you in a 360 degree view. Do we have that here? No, because why? People are focused on themselves, their lives, their children, their families, and rightfully so. I just question if it weren't for this election cycle, would we have the wherewithal to do what others are doing? I, I just, I seriously question that because I've seen two years of sit back and take it, right? I've seen small protests, right? I've seen protests at state capitals. I've seen some of these things, right? Honestly, but we're talking like remember. maybe tens of thousands or a couple thousand people. I don't think we've seen nearly anything to the scale of what's happened here with uh, Eric Mutsos and uh, the Utah Revival. I don't think we've seen that that happen to to any kind of scale around the country other than maybe here. And, and look uh, what happened. Utah, right? Right. That was a all hail no moment. And the government went, okay, eventually, right? Yeah. Um, I, I just, this scares me because where do you go from me? Like once you start this level of violence against your own people, I, I don't know where you could possibly go that ends well. So, Pat, um, over the weekend, we got a lesson in what not to do for politicians. Uh, I mean, we kind of get that every single day, I guess, right? I was going to say, is that every day when you turn on the news and you see somebody doing a politician doing something, it's it's usually what not to do. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Yeah, we had we had a couple of examples of that this weekend, including um, AOC. I don't know if you saw that AOC versus Ted Cruz uh, battle. Uh, a, a little bit. Um, I didn't dig too deep into it, um, oh, but I, I did hear about it, and and I, I I hope Ted Cruz essentially just had his way with her. I'm gonna leave that alone. Not gonna talk <laughs> that with a ten foot pole. That's just not. Um, that having been said, um, one of my favorite stories I think so far this year, like this is top five story of the year for me so far, mm-hmm. um, in terms of best stories of 2022. Did you happen to see um, what uh, Michelle Wu did this weekend? And you might first be asking, Pat, who the hell is Michelle Wu? Uh, that, that's my first question. Who is Michelle Wu? She's the mayor of Boston. Oh, yeah. You know what? I did, I did see something. I don't know what happened specifically, but I did see the story. So whomever is on uh, Team Michelle Wu, all of y'all should be fired. What did she do? She went on Instagram live. That was probably her first mistake, but okay, continue. And it wasn't uh, Instagram live to like announce something. Oh, no. Or, you know, do like, you know what I mean? Like if you're a politician going on Instagram live, well, will and like announcing something, maybe I get it, right? 
Right. But was this was this to basically go and do a commentary on something? No, no. Even worse, Pat. Oh no, crap. What what? Good old fashioned QA. Ooh, this is bad. Oh yeah. It ended very badly. Uh, Why did it end badly, Pat? Yeah. What happened? Can you guess? She took a question she wasn't supposed to take and then gave a very bad answer on something. Oh, no, 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 no. Nope. The uh, the trolls came out of the woodwork. Oh, boy. Okay. And she said, ask a question, any question, and I'll answer it. And it ended horrifically bad because the all the comments, all the questions were about when are you getting rid of masks, you mask hole, and and bleep you, uh, all this stuff, right? So she's, like, seeing all these comments come into her feed, right, uh-huh, as she's filming uh-huh. this. And she's just sitting there for, like, two to three minutes in silence reading all of these comments that are coming in. And then she, like, tries to pick out a, a positive question. Oh, my God, Pat. Oh, my God. It is I'm, painful. I'm assuming that took a while. So painful, in fact, that uh, I don't. Ha- we don't have time to play the video uh, because the video goes for like three minutes. It, what? What? No, no. If you've learned anything from um, Anchorman, our president, President Anchorman, it's that you control the environment as much as humanly possible, right? Especially that, that's like in these times, is it not? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, going on Instagram Live without an express purpose to do so, not going to end well. Not going to end well, and it didn't. Um, so go find it wherever you find your info. Um, well, maybe we'll put it in the show link uh, description links. Um, but folks. If you are ever in a position of power, okay, going on IG Live, unless it's actually to announce something or to to showcase like um, a reveal of of uh, a new business or a development or something of that nature, if you're doing a flat out Q and A, put the phone away, walk in the exact opposite direction and don't come back for at least five minutes. Don't ever do it. It doesn't matter if you are in the right, on the left, if you're right, you're wrong. doesn't matter anything. You must control the narrative. Because if you control the narrative, you control the history. On freaking real it's an epic fail oh my god yeah if you so pat i I sent you the link so go check it out it is one of the most epic fails of all time if you need a laugh like i could not stop laughing at some of the comments and and how like the look on her face as they're coming in and you could just see the moment where the light bulb goes off and all of a sudden she's like "Uh uh-oh like oh this oh, this was a idea. bad idea. Mm. <laughs> but um, so a top five story for me, 
this year. It, it, I wish I wish we had time in the show. Like if we were a two hour show, I would totally play this video, but we're not. Did she by chance uh, disclose any kind of information of when they would be ending the mask mandates in Boston? Um, good question. Uh, let me see if we have a. So they've already ended the mask mandate in schools in Massachusetts. Okay, so what, what was the what, what what was this ultimately for? Then were they asking her like like about vaccine requirements? Like like what what were they trying to ask her about stopping or ending? Well, we have some screenshots here. So um, some of the comments: stop the mandates. Um, is there an expiration date for the mandates? Stop medical tyranny. Medical tyranny is still tyranny. So many people want to know. Thank you for keeping us safe in a global pandemic. Allow individual choice. <laughs> you get the point here, right? right. Um, and, there, and a bunch of them, why do you hate kids and teachers and cops and firemen? And she was stunned to the point of, um, well, I guess uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions people have. <laughs> and then just proceeded to ignore all of the mandate-based questions. I have no idea when Boston's going to end the mandates, but I can tell you this much. Even for as liberal as the city tends to be, or at least voting Democratic, they ain't putting up with this kind of crap for very much longer, I don't think. Uh, I would I would hope not, but holy smokes, Pat! I, I, seriously, top five story, just the epic, epic fail, and the great job of trolling. Like we talk about mockery, ridicule, scorn. This video, if again, if we had time to play it, we would. But check it out. Or I'll put the link to it in the show description. Okay, um, in the show notes, um. Check it out, because this is a prime example of what we're talking about. Trolling is different. This isn't trolling. This is just mocking. This is ridiculing. This is scorn. This is all of it rolled into one nicely packaged video. It's absolutely freaking hilarious. Having said that, Pat, I think another uh, another hilarious thing could be um, playing the bee or not the bee. You want to do that? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Lay that headline on me like a uh, hit on Joe Burrow. Okay. All right. Today's headline, Kamala Harris seen cackling uncontrollably, likely meaning World War III has begun. <laughs> Kamala Harris seen cackling uncontrollably, like, likely meaning World War III has begun. Did you enjoy my cackle? I did. I did enjoy your cackle. All right. Uh, so while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, um, folks, it's Monday. And um, Monday, everyone needs a pick-me-up from the weekend, especially if your weekend just flew by. Everyone needs a pick-me-up. So go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Find your favorite flavor of coffee over there. Um, they are the official coffee of the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Um, they are the official coffee of the Andrew Coppins household. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I'm pretty sure that's what is in his mug right now, just so you know. Um, so 
go find buy a few different flavors if you haven't tried them before find your favorite if you know what your favorite is go back and get your favorite make sure that you have a good stock uh of of american pride roasters in your uh cupboards there at home in your pantry there at home so go to americanprideroasters.com that is americanprideroasters.com Kamala Harris seen cackling uncontrollably, likely meaning World War III has begun. Is this the be or not to be? Andrew Coppins, your answer. Oh, boy. This is a tough one because I could totally see this happening. My only question would be, Pat, uh, is she watching the Ted Cruz versus AOC uh, Twitter war? Is that is that the great World War III that, she, that, that we're talking about here? Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> um, that having been said, I think this has got to be the Babylon Bee. Are you sure? No, I am not. Because she be insane. And this world's insane. But I'm going to go with the Babylon Bee. Is that your final answer? Final answer, Pat. Okay. You just want us $100 of Izzo's money. Absolutely. Of course. Uh-huh. Of course. Pay off for it. Yeah, it's um, almost like it's a network marketing scheme. Probably. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, known for laughing intensely at the most unfitting, inopportune times, has been spotted leaving a strategy session, cackling uncontrollably. The ominous sign has placed the world on red alert, clearly signaling that World War Three is upon us. I didn't quite, I didn't know how quite bad the situation was, but as soon as I saw Kamala Harris laughing that hard, I knew it was serious, said Brian Jameson. Last time she laughed like that was after the botched Afghanistan evacuation and after saying how children are suffering from pandemic. Americans across the country immediately stopped what they have been doing and went home to be with their loved ones before dragged into global conflict of untold suffering. Hold on, hold on, slow down, everybody, said Kamala Harris, fighting back laughter and slapping her knee. The whole Russia World War III situation is under control. We've decided, ha to let millions of teenagers, ha from all over the world to fight it out and see (laughs) who comes out on top, continued Kamala Harris now wiping tears from her eyes. And meanwhile, (laughs) elites are going to profit from the war. At publishing time, Kamala Harris was spotted rolling on the ground laughing, clearly signaling that Chinese troops had landed on American soil. Oh, boy. She's the worst. She is the worst, but uh, again, here's here's the sad part. If we were heading into war right now, is this not true? Uh huh. Yeah. So, Pat, we we purposely avoided this to the uh, the end of the show. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl last night? The Super Bowl was last night. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, just. Not the Puppy Bowl, the Super what's Bowl. The, what's the Super Bowl again? It's this thing that your Ravens are uh, never going to again. 
Well, if my Ravens are never going, neither are your Packers. So, mm. no, it's called the Lombardi Trophy. It comes home every every once in a while. Yeah, well, um, the Ravens have won it twice. Congratulations. Um, uh, you still uh, have a very long way to go to uh, top the uh, Green Bay Packers record for world championships. Let alone um, the New England Patriots record of most Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, are going to have a much longer trip than anybody, though. Why? Well, you know, because they lost again in their third Super Bowl appearance. The third time was not a charm for them. Nope. Um, they still have zero Lombardi trophies, zero Super Bowl wins. Um, it, the Lombardi trophy re- remains elusive to the entire state of Ohio. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, the, considering the Browns have never been to a Super Bowl. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Um Did you watch any of the lead up to the Super Bowl? Like the like the coin toss and national anthem and pound sand. But hey, you know, this is what it looks like when you cancel yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> I who knew that Neil Young was still alive? Right. Unbelievable, man. I mean, how dumb, right? Like, what are you accomplishing by this? Like, did you actually think this? And and it all comes from what? Vivek Murthy talking about the disinformation. And, and uh, that's our Surgeon General, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Um, Pat, his complaining, then Neil Young, then other people's com- complaints about Joe Rogan and misinformation. I, I have an answer for all of you, for each and every one of you. Go on his show. Does Joe Rogan or not? Like he loves having people with differing viewpoints on his show. He does it all the time. Even people that disagree with him. He brings people that disagree with him on his show all the time. One of the most fascinating discussions was actually with with, uh, CNN um, health editor Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, I remember that one. They literally sent spent an hour talking about weed. And by the end of it, Sanjay Gupta was like, oh, crap. He's not saying that he would support people smoking weed. He was just like, I guess that you have a point about some of the uh, statistics and, and things of that nature, right? Right. It was an absolutely fascinating listen. So... Would you reach more people by pissing and moaning on MSNBC and CNN or going on Joe Rogan's podcast to, quote unquote, debate his misinformation? I I have a question. Mm -hmm. Do do as many people watch MSNBC as they listen to Joe Rogan's podcast? It would take just three episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast. To equal the entire monthly audience of, uh, and at the end of the day, Jim Harbaugh's competitiveness says, I need to challenge myself at the highest level again. 
He's never going to be able to get over that if he doesn't scratch that itch. Because he got there, he got close to that mountaintop, right? With the 49ers. Yeah. Could he do it again? And has he reached the pinnacle of what the University of Michigan could do in football? I would argue yes. He beat Ohio State, he won the Big Ten, and got to the college football playoff. Whatever happens from there, inside the college football playoff apparatus, is just icing on the cake, right? If he would have won the national championship, he would have been gone a month ago. Not quite a month ago, because obviously the... The national championship would have happened, but but don't you have to scratch that itch to win, win, win a national uh, college football playoff? I don't know if that's how he sees it, though. Right. I, so, so my my overall point is this, right? That these types of people, okay, when you get around them, you understand how high strung, high functioning these individuals can be, and how highly competitive they are at everything and i mean everything here's the thing though Uh, i'm i'm gonna go with this being truth and and color me biased okay which i am okay color me biased but but here's here's the thing it took him how many years to climb the mountain that he got to this year what do you mean it t- I'm saying it took him several years to beat Ohio State. It took him, what, six years, seven, seven years, seven mm-hmm. years. It took him seven years to win a Big Ten title. It took him seven years to get to a, a college football playoff. Are you are you really, really telling me that he can climb that mountain again within the next seven years? I don't think so. Oh, I do. I do I, 100%. I, I think he's 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 been so inconsistent with top ten teams. Um, so you can make that argument with Ryan Day. Uh, really? Yeah, I mean this uh, year's he, a great a example. Record, of he has a better record than than uh, Jim Harbaugh does. Right, but he took over a program that was at its very pinnacle. And right now, you are seeing Ryan Day have his own players, right? This is right. the fir- so this is the problem I have with Ohio State fan right now. They they believe that Ryan Day of three years ago is 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 Ryan Day. No 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 no. That was no, Ryan right. Day with Urban Meyer players. Ryan you're Day right. with Ryan Day players. Let's see what happens here because you're starting to see it. Yes, C.J. Stroud was an exciting quarterback, but C.J. Stroud had plenty of issues. That offensive line had issues. That defense was not great last year. It got better throughout the year. It was Mm -hmm. not great. And my overarching point in all of this is that you cannot compare Ryan Day taking over for Urban Meyer to Jim Harbaugh taking over for a program that had hit rock bottom, basically, in in terms of production and and talent. Okay? Jim, it, it takes a while. Jim Harbaugh got that program over the hump. Yes, it took seven years to do so. And I I agree that by year three or four, we should have probably seen a little bit more. That's what I'm saying, but, though. But notice that by the time Urban Meyer had left, you're at Ryan Day year three. Jim Harbaugh is, is now beyond Ryan Day. So my point in all of that is just to simply say that um, 
you can't compare Ryan Day taking over to Jim Harbaugh taking over. They're not the same. They never were. They never will be the same. Th- that's a fair point. And now, I, where's I, Ryan Day in two years? Okay. True. Has he won another Big Ten championship? He's got a very good chance of doing it. Potentially. Mm. But Penn State has some massive talent. They've got yeah. a top 10 recruiting class in the last three years. So does Wisconsin. So does. Uh, how, I mean, we'll see what Bobby Ingram brings to the table there as their new offensive coordinator. Uh, but, but yeah, um, if Caleb Williams comes a call into Wisconsin, uh, that's a game changer. But it's neither here nor there. My, my whole point being Jim Harbaugh has an itch to scratch. A competitive man like that, it's why, why did Matt Rule leave Baylor for the NFL? Because every coach wants to challenge themselves at the highest level possible. And you grab that chance when it comes. Especially when it comes around with people that you can know and trust. And that's what's happening with uh, the Vikings, right? With their new uh, GM. Now, that notwithstanding, Pat, I got to go back into the world of politics here for the truth or fiction. Okay. Truth or fiction, Donald Trump shouldn't be the nominee of the Republican Party because of what he just said this past weekend. It disqualifies him, and it should. So let's put it this way. Truth or fiction, Donald Trump just disqualified himself to be president of the United States. I don't know if it's necessarily a disqualification. I I think I would phrase it this way. He just openly admitted that him running for president is about him and not about the country, not about the people. That's what he just admitted to. Is it a disqualification? Philosophically, I think you and I would say yes. Technically speaking, no. Uh, Yeah, I I get Uh, what you're saying. For me, though, this is a 100% of disqualification because it's not just the he's going to pardon those people from January 6th. No. That, I, 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 look, I, don't th- I think that's a major mistake on his part mm. because, again, bringing that up doesn't do any good for you. Right? You're not going to win by saying, I'm going to pardon those January 6th people, especially not with people who hesitantly voted for you. Last time around. Like you and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I get where you're going with this. And and in, in that regard, I would say this is absolute truth. Like, like basically, when you say that you're the you were you were the 45th and you're going to be the 47th president. This this election is no longer about America. This is no longer this is no longer about making America great again. This is about making Donald Trump great again. And yeah, and I think the more dangerous part of all of this. Yeah. And I think the more dangerous part of all of this, right, Pat, is the um, go out there and, you know, Georgia and all of those things that he talked about. I mean, he's basically giving them, giving his supporters carte blanche to go and commit political violence. I, I don't know how you misinterpret or interpret what he said this weekend as anything other than do something in my name. I mean, you go do it in my name. 
if I'm a Ron DeSantis type that's considering running in 2024, I, I put this around his neck and hang him with it um, in the primaries because then then you've made it about the American people again, and it should put you as a front runner in theory. But it, I, I struggle with this because I, I feel like the MAGA Forever types are going to be like, well, it's just Trump being Trump. Is it though? Yeah, because what we saw here and what we – learned this weekend is that he is calling for people to protest quote unquote the biggest go out there and protest if the prosecutors investigating him and the financial dealings of the trump organization are um do something on the other side right quote if the prosecutors investigating him and his financial dealings do anything wrong or illegal What's your definition of wrong? If they don't do something you don't like, now we're going to get mass protestation? This is... And I hate using these analogies, Pat. I really do. But this is every tin pot dictator in the history of the world. This is how they act. My supporters, my supporters, my supporters. This has nothing as to do with you or I or a movement. This has to do with the cult of Donald Trump. This is all authoritarian all the time. This is fascistic. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And Jim Harbaugh is going to the NFL because he can't beat Ohio State. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, and wait, didn't they just beat them this year? As always, Matthew 547.